Hi there, and welcome back to the Branded Bliss Podcast. I'm your host, Ten Three, and we are back with episode 23 of the Branded Bliss Podcast, in which we are going to be discussing the seven easy ways that you can grow your email list. So before we jump in, I want to remind you that you can go over to the blog, and I'll leave the link in the show note, and you can get started on upping your content creation game. Not today, but like yesterday with my free seven days take action every in content challenge. And it's basically a challenge that's going to teach you how to create engaging, shareable, and always relevant content. This way, you can spend more time creating that awesome content that you want to monetize and get out there to grow your brand and your business. So, alrighty, we shall go ahead and get started with today's episode. And here goes. When it comes to growing our email list, It's something that is so important these days. And if you haven't already heard, here's the big thing about email. While social media is awesome, you're pretty much, when you're spending a lot of time on social media, even big platforms where you can kind of microblog like Instagram, you're still building on someone else's, on someone else's, so to say, real estate. The thing about your email list is that you own it, it's yours, and it's never going to go anywhere. So it's, it's the most stable, a vehicle that you have in to be able to connect with your audience whenever you want to, however you want to. And in addition, it's individuals who are on your email list, they're on it because they want to be. Not just because they've seen one pretty picture or they've seen one little post by you. These are people who are genuinely interested in you. They want to get that extra information. They want to get those inside tips and tricks. They are, in essence, if they're not already, they are your, your raving fans and supporters. So growing your email list is going to be the backbone of growing as a blogger or as a successful business owner. So, you know, although some people may think that email is old school and prefer to use only social media, just like I said before, because don't get me wrong, social media, you can reach a huge audience. I mean, it is so vast. It's, it's, there's no denying it. However, email just should not be discounted. Email is one of the most powerful ways to connect with your audience because it allows you to have, like I mentioned before, that direct line of communication with them. A great thing is that it's cost effective, easy to use, and there's no end in sight for it, which the same cannot be said for social media. You, With social media, there can be a lot of in um inauthenticity with it in the sense that people will buy shares and likes and follows and you don't get that with your email if you're going to if you're engaging your list and they're not engaging you back you cannot pay them to do that you know there's just nothing that you're going to be able to do when it comes to your email list that is going to that you're going to be able to in, in essence pay for because it doesn't do anyone any good. With you have a list of five hundred or five thousand, nobody's going to see that. Nobody's going to know it's whatever. Whereas on social media, a lot of people will follow a big brand or a big name because they have so many followers, but you really don't know how many of those followers are for real and how many of them aren't. So another thing with social media is that they grow and diminish in popularity all the time. Email is consistent. So just a few months ago, well, forgive me, I might be like dating myself here, but Snapchat was like this huge thing. Well, 
next comes along, and this is where I mentioned about the growing and diminishing in popularity, Instagram comes out with Insta stories. And that totally appeared to like revitalize the um, Instagram platform. It's not to say that no people stop using Snapchat, but I personally have, I don't use it as much. And I personally, a lot of the individuals I was following on there, a lot of them are using the Insta stories. So again, that's just another example of how things with social media can change so quickly and so vastly and you don't even see it coming. So you've invested all this time and energy into this one platform and the next thing you know, a new one pops up that everyone is on and it's the brand new thing. For many organizations and educational institutions, email is the official means of communication over phone, over text, and especially over social media. I remember back when I was in college, and this is like 2004, that's when I um, started college. My college said that the official means of communication was email. Email has become the number one method that companies use to target customers, gain new ones, and increase conversion rates. When I was in my, uh, before I took time to uh, be a stay-at-home mom, I worked in both the HR um, field and I worked in the retail industry. Um, I worked in the retail industry from high school through college, and I worked in HR um, after college, because that's what my degree is in. But I can tell you that both companies I worked for, I worked for two very large retail companies when I did retail and when I did HR. And I will tell you that they email like crazy, like crazy and promotional email. But even through um, just outreach, outreach for, you know, from a PR standpoint, outreach for um you know, bringing in new talent. That's just, that's emails where it's at. People no longer have time to be on the phone. They can't spend all day on social media because it's way too distracting, but your email inbox is where it's at. And these companies know it. Today, I'm giving you, if you've been struggling with growing your email list or you don't know where to start, here are seven easy ways you can grow your list. It's going to result in a larger audience readership and even more traffic for your site and business. And these are tips that I've implemented myself. Uh, They are tips that I'm still seeing results from as long as I'm consistent, which that's another huge thing about your email list, but we'll save that for another episode. But these are some easy ways that you can grow your list. And as long as you actually do the work and implement them, I have no doubt in my mind that you will see a definite uptake in your subscribers and in your engagement. So number one is that you definitely want to deliver high quality content. If you already have a newsletter going or and you're connecting with your audience via email in some form, you want to make sure that you're always delivering valuable, high quality content. Members of your audience will spread the word about you and others will want to sign up for your email list. I've seen this even with bigger brands and bloggers sometimes all it takes is for people to say oh so-and-so sends out awesome and amazing tips insight um whatever the the information or content they're giving out and it's through word of mouth I've done this myself I have heard about someone giving you know dropping awesome knowledge bombs via email and I head straight over and do it word of mouth don't discount it it's one of the oldest yet effective forms of marketing 
the thing is, is that people don't trust advertising, at least not as much as they trust recommendations from friends and consumer opinions expressed online. And that's actually um, from digitalintelligencetoday.com. And it talks about um, how word of mouth is still the most trusted resource. And that's actually from like Nielsen. And it's also about the implications of uh, the implications of it for social commerce. So one great way to deliver both high quality content and encourage people to join your list is to offer a lead magnet. And basically, if you're not sure what a lead magnet is, if you never heard of it, or you don't have one. A lead magnet is a free gift in exchange for someone's email that's delivered immediately after they opt in to your list. I can't suggest creating and offering a lead magnet strongly enough. Uh, they are pretty much a necessity for growing your list nowadays. People are not going to just give you their email without, for the most part, without getting something in return. And again, this needs to be something valuable, needs something that is useful to your audience that they can can use and it gives them a reason to want to stay on your list and expect more information from you. This is also why it's important for you to know your target, your target audience and who you are creating content for who you're writing to because you want to make sure that this lead magnet is relevant to them and that they're going to be able to utilize it in a way that's going to help them and that they'll find valuable. Email addresses are like currency. So you want to ensure that people receive something immediately in return for giving you theirs. This is why you want to ensure that you're signed up through an email um, marketing service or email marketing provider so that this is hands off. You don't want to be sitting at your computer every time someone signs up for your list and you're trying to send it out yourself. I personally use Active Campaign. A lot of my counterparts and colleagues use ConvertKit. Um, you can also sign up for uh, MailChimp. They don't allow automation without paying for it, but you can set up an autoresponder that will send out your lead magnet. A convert kit, active campaign. Um, there's several other email marketing services you can pay for, and you can set up several um, autoresponders, automation, automated sequences. And again, that's a podcast for a future episode. I'll definitely dive into email marketing services, different benefits of each one and why I choose to use active campaign over any other service. But anyway, getting back on point. So on my blog, listenfaith.com, I offer at this time two lead magnets. I'll soon be adding another one as soon as I get the um, email sequences set up for it slash um, sales funnel. What my very first lead magnet that was like a legitimate good one when I finally kind of got the hang of, of a valuable lead magnet is my free building an authentic brand challenge. And actually that comes with a guide and it comes with a challenge and it also comes with um, just even more insight on how to make sure that you're building a brand that is authentic. So not only do you get the challenge, you get the guide, um, you get a, basically a, a whole course on, on this. It's delivered in a course format. So you're getting the whole the whole shebang with it. That was my very first lead magnet. I worked really hard on it. It's set up like a course. I'm in the process of moving it from course craft to teachable. And I'm basically it's gonna be set up completely like a course. 
The next leaky magnet I have, which is the one that you heard me mention at the beginning of the episode, is a Take Action Evergreen Content Challenge. And basically, a lot of my... Um, these two lead magnets kind of follow Well, the take action follows up the building an authentic brand. My rationale is that you want to be building an authentic brand first, a brand that represents the mission and purpose and goals of your business. And then you want to be able to create the, the content that is in direct alignment with it. Now, in between that, which is actually kind of I'm going a little bit, I'm taking a step back with the my most my newest lead, which is going to be about basically is touching back on the branding aspect in the sense of finding your target audience and niching down so that by the time you get to create your content, you not only know what valuable content to create for them, but you know exactly who you're creating this content for. So if that makes sense, that's kind of how um, things are kind of going to be going on my site when it comes to my lead magnets. And these lead magnets, the Take Action Evergreen Content Challenge is actually going to be going into, it's actually going to be going into an email course. And I'm going to probably be um, well, it's actually an email course now, but it's going to be going into an actual real paid course, which is going to be called the Take Action Evergreen Course or Evergreen Content Challenge Expanded. It's still kind of deciding on the name, but um, that's such a valuable, that lead magnet itself is so valuable that I'm going to take it to the next level and make it a full-fledged course. The Building Authentic Brand Challenge or, or the guide will always be a free thing, but because the Take Action Evergreen Content Challenge is so valuable and there's just, it, it, it's chock full of information. And I know that I want to really up it, level it up and have it be even better and include even more information in it to really allow you to dive into content creation because I'm so passionate about um, creating valuable content that you're not just wasting your time with. You know, we've all been there in our beginning days of blog creating content that's just all over the place. We want to create content that our audiences love, that they share, that they're going to engage us on, and that resonates with them. So that's a little bit about that. But anyway, as I digress, on my site, and if you look at the company post for this episode, you can see examples of my live opt-in forms. I have one, not only, well, now I have one on one in my footer. I have a bar, uh, an announcement bar on the top of my blog in which you can sign up for the challenge. And even on my about page, also have another just complete opt-in page for the Take Action Evergreen Challenge where you can go to and um, sign up to receive the the challenge and via email and such. So these forms are placed throughout my site and are offsite on my courses page. And they're also in some of my social media platform uh, profile. And basically, there are never enough places in which you uh, can place an opt-in form for your email list. So again, these are just a, a few places you can place it. You can on your welcome page at the top of it. You can place it in um, even your header in my menu, my nav menu on my site, I have two links to both uh, the landing page for my Take Action Evergreen Content Challenge. And I have a link for basically a, if you click on it, uh, the 
form pops up and allows you to enter your email in it. So yeah, um, another way that I just briefly mentioned is that you can have a landing page. It's a dedicated page for your lead magnet in which readers can go to, they can uh, read all about the lead magnet and opt in. Uh, this page will typically give more detailed information about the lead magnet or offers such as features, benefits, and testimonials. So again, like on my website, the Take Action Everything Content Challenge has its own dedicated landing page that readers can easily navigate to from my navigation menu. And from there, they can learn more about the challenge and easily opt in via the hero image at the top as well as at the bottom. And if you want to see what that looks like, you can head over to my blog or my website and you can click on free seven-day content challenge or basically just splitsandfaith.com slash evergreen challenge. Alrighty, so moving right along, I can tell you that since offering these lead magnets, I've seen my list grow exponentially. They have grown far quicker than my content upgrades and any other call to actions that I have on my site. The next tip is to seek to influence. So just like blogging, you should always strive to educate, inform, and inspire your audience. This can be done very easily with email because it allows you to go straight to the individual instead of having them come to you. So you don't have to depend on each views or someone visiting your blog, uh, sifting through your content. You're going straight to them. You're popping up at their door saying, hey, here's some value bombs. Take them. Do what you will. If you include encouraging influential information in your email campaigns so that people feel good, you want them to feel that that warm and gooey inside. You want them to be motivated, encouraged, ready to go out in the world and make things happen. As long as they got something useful out of the email for taking the time to read it, they're going to stick around. The third thing that the third way you can grow your list is to build your credibility. People will subscribe to your email list if they trust you. Much of how successful a person or brand is, is based on how much credibility they have and their ability to build trust amongst others. You want to be viewed as someone who knows what they're talking about and that the information you're giving out is accurate and true. Your audience needs to have that know, like, and trust factor with you, not just to purchase from you in the future, but to stick around and remain on your list. People aren't going to continue to be associated with Anyone that they don't trust, that they don't like, and that, you know, and they're definitely never going to support you. People want to be told the truth. They want their interactions with you to be validated by a genuine personal response. And that's another quote from Intelligence Today. The fourth easy way to grow your list is to keep your emails casual and simple. The tone of your email says a lot more about it than any graphics, color links, or any other attention-grabbing tactics you may use in your email campaign. So that clever GIF you use or whatever the case may be, that's, you know, minuscule when it comes down to what you're actually, how you're actually structuring or formatting the content in the email. And if it's easy for people to, you know, relate to, on all levels. So keeping them conversational, easy to read with a clean layout is best. And we all know that 
the trend right now is to do the more plain text emails or the emails with less graphics in them. And that's from a deliverability standpoint. But also when you don't include all that, people don't feel as much as if they're receiving a newsletter, quote unquote, they feel like they're receiving an email from a friend. And that's really what we all will want to um, feel like when we're receiving that email. So personally, I include no more than two graphics in my campaigns. I really try to minimize the links and other colorful text. Um, I do use bolded headings to make things stand out, but I really try to keep my layout simple and clean and not detracting from what I'm actually saying. Now, I am a graphic designer, so my nature and that that, that want and that need to include the pretty graphics and, and, and format the email beautifully or, or have it laid out beautifully. When it comes down to it, I really try to um, just keep things simple and keep that even even that white space there. And when it comes to tone, I keep it genuine, concise and succinct. I try my best not to use overly complicated language or words as well as wordy phrases. And I know that that's kind of what your blog is for. Your blog is for all the extraneous information that you want to go in detail with. And your emails, keep it, keep, keep the, I don't want to say short, but keep them sweet, concise, succinct, and to the point. The fifth thing you can do to grow your email list is write engaging and exciting subject lines for your emails. And sometimes this is the hardest things to do, but if you take some time to sit down and think about it even before you start writing the email. Sometimes you can write the, the it's just like for a blog post. Sometimes you can write the headline and then go in and write the post, which is what I do a lot of times. Or you can write the content and then go back in and write the headline. So whichever one of those, those tactics or those methods work for you, definitely try them out. For me, like I say, for the most part, I'll come up with um, an idea for a newsletter and I will basically go ahead and come up with the topic for it or with the title, with the headline for it. And then from there, I will dive deeper into it. Give people a reason to want to open your emails. It's just like a headline on the news or in a magazine. You can't wait to see the story or read it. You should strive for your audience to feel this way when they see they when they see your email arriving through their inbox. Furthermore, you want them to be looking at your email and it's looking for your email and anticipating it. Again, I can be the first to say that I am this person. I'm someone, I'm very selective of who I, you know, give my email to and the things that are in my inbox because you can become inundated with, with information from everywhere, from everyone. But there are certain people who I really do look forward to their emails on a weekly Basis and sometimes if I haven't seen their email pop in my inbox, I'll head over to social media to try to kind of figure out, okay, what's going on? Is this person okay? Um, so that just that's just, that's a, that says a lot about um, you know what can draw people to expect those emails from you. You want your subject lines uh, to your email to be captivating and. Even if you, like I say, you never sent out an email, you want your audience to be looking for one. They should be looking forward to that next email with as much excitement and anticipation as they did with all the ones, even with the first one that they received. The sixth thing you can do is personalize your emails. Second to the subject line, your greeting is one of the most important components of your campaign. You want to include the individual's name if you can, but you can do this in your email service provider 
in the greeting or at least a simple hello friend or some type of acknowledgement of the individual. If you're using MailChimp, I have a tutorial online of how you can do this, but for the most part, every email marketing um, service out here has like tags and different little things you can include where you can include your subscribers' first name. This makes your subscribers feel like you're actually talking to them, or at least it shows them that you took the time out to personalize the email. People feel more connected to you when you refer to them by name. It catches their attention. Um, this is the one thing my husband likes to do at restaurants. He la- absolutely loves to call the server. Um, he likes to learn their name and call them by it because it just lets them, lets them know that, you know, it catches their attention. And uh, most of the time we get really great service and that server feels like we're, we're making some type of, um, I don't want to say personal connection, but a connection with them. And that's nice because all too often, you know, they're just being viewed as a server and not as a real human being. Another thing that happens when you refer to people by name is that people know that you actually, um, you know, that people know that you didn't write that email exclusively to them, but it lets them know that you took that extra time, that extra effort and thought into the email. And it's a thought that counts a lot of the times. Also reaching out and letting them know you care by using simple phrases like, I hope all is well, or I'm glad to be talking to you today. These are great ways to personalize your emails even more. Connecting with them on this emotional level is going to draw them in and they will appreciate you more for it. And I know that I I do that myself. I appreciate uh, content creators or whoever it is I'm receiving um, an email from so much more than they do these little things. The last but certainly not least things you can do is to study your metrics. One of the biggest parts of knowing um, if your campaign is working is to look at all the data that is available for you to look at. Are people subscribing? Are people unsubscribing? Opening the emails, clicking through on them. These are all metrics that you want to be looking at and studying to give you insight into how effective your emails are. It's okay if we change course. Pivoting is not the same as quitting. So don't be afraid to pivot. Figure out what you need to do to get better at it and continue to do it. Practice makes perfect or practice makes really, really good to the same. But if people enjoy your emails, they will be opening them, sharing them, as well as clicking through to any links that you may have included in them. This is also another great way to make passive income via affiliate links because people know, like, and trust you and they're going to click on the links in your email. You can receive some commission for that. And that's perfectly fine and awesome as long as you're disclosing it. On the other hand, don't beat yourself up over someone unsubscribing every now and then. As long as you're not getting tens of unsubscribers every day, you're you're fine. Sometimes people's inboxes get overfilled and they look for ways to minimize the clutter. Unfortunately, this may result in them unsubscribing from you. Don't worry about it. It happens. It's more about the people who want to be on your list and want to know what you're doing. That's who it's really about. The, the other individuals, are you converting them? Are you engaging them? Um, these are the things you want to be concerned with. And building your email list, you're strengthening your place in whatever market you're in, whatever niche you're in. You're you're positioning yourself as that expert, as that authority. The benefits of a strong email list far outweigh that of a large Instagram or Facebook following. Social media, we all know, moves so fast, and many times it's taken isn't taken as as seriously by people. I mean, a lot of social media is promotional tools. That's a large point of it. 
Email is much more legitimate, much more connecting and much more consistent, which are all things that people trust and look for. So if you don't have your email list, you could definitely use these tips to get started. Um, if you do have a list, I would love to hear what are some of the messages you What are some of the methods that you've used to grow your list, to build it, to have a better engagement, more click-through rates? I actually love to hear. You can um, leave me a comment over in the blog post, the accompanying blog post of this email, or shoot me an email. Hello at Bliss and Faith. I would love to to chat with you. Alrighty, so just as a uh, little PS here, if you join my list today and you can go over to the company post for this or anywhere on my blog and sign up for my list and you'll get my free 30-page Building and Authentic Brand Glide plus an exclusive uh, invitation to my private Facebook group, The Dream Makers Creative. So head over, sign up. That'll be delivered to your boss ASAP. And yeah, you're going to get awesome, actionable blog design content and tips from me on a weekly to bi-weekly basis. So I hope this is really helpful to you all today. Growing your list is something that should definitely be a priority, but it's okay for it to be a learning experience in the process. So if you have any questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out. Hello at blissandfaith.com. And I'm everywhere at blissandfaith on social media. I would absolutely love if you let me feedback on iTunes so more creative women and mothers in business can find the Brand of Bliss podcast so that they can get more insight and tips on how to not only start their blogs, but before even doing that, develop the, develop a brand they're passionate about and that they want to create content that is in direct alignment with their mission, goals, and dreams with it. So thank you so very, very much for listening in today. I'll see you back next week with another fresh episode. Have an entirely wonderful day, and I'll talk to you next time. Again, I'm everywhere at Blissing Faith on social media. And do not forget to head over to the blog, join my list. I can't wait to have you on it. And quick announcement, I'm going to be opening up the podcast to interviews very soon. So I'd absolutely love to... um feature some of you on the Branded Bliss podcast. So drop me a line. Let me know if you're interested. You can actually head over to the podcast page on the on the Bliss and Faith website and you can fill out a contact form and let me know exactly uh, why you'd be interested and what you would contribute to the Branded Bliss podcast and its audience. Alrighty, so I really hope to hear from you all. And until next time, I'll talk to you later. Have a absolutely great day.